You are listening to the weekly podcast of Impact Worship Center in Mableton, Georgia. We pray you enjoy today's message. Your attention to 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. For those of you who have your smart device or your Bible, please turn to 1 Peter chapter 2 and we're just going to read one verse into your hearing on this morning that is verse 9 amen amen the victory has been sure during this month as we talk about the empowerment of the saints and the fact that we've been deputized to dominate the victory has been sure but the warfare has been intense <laughs> That's why it's a dangerous thing to go into war with people who are inexperienced. Because for those of us who have been around this thing for quite some time, you know that anytime bishop or pastor begins to speak about the victory of the saints, you got to turn up your prayer. Got to turn up your focus. Because the enemy always tries to stop what God is doing. Amen. But he's a liar and we have victory. And I bless God for all of our musicians, our worship leaders. Aren't they doing an amazing job? Multimedia, hospitality, security. Come on, y'all bless God. Y'all bless God for these servant leaders. Hallelujah. I feel like preaching this morning. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 reads, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A holy nation, a peculiar people, which means his own possession, that you may show forth or proclaim praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. On this morning, as Holy Spirit shall guide, I'm going to preach and teach from this theme and topic that I will present to you in the form of a question. That question being, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, which means you are God's own possessor that you may show forth his praise to him who hath called you out of darkness into his, not your, into his marvelous light. Look at your neighbor square in the face and ask him the question, say, do you know who you are? Oh, that neighbor is boring. Look at your other neighbor and say, Neighbor, do you know who you are? Well, if you know that you are a child of God, you want to put your hands together and show some signs. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Do you know who you are? You may be seated in the presence and power of our risen Savior. X-Men 
a blockbuster movie based on a series of comic books about mutants taking over the world. It was a series of movies that many of us are very familiar with. Some of the mutants were good and some were bad. Whether good or bad, all of them had special powers that exceeded mortal human ability. Storm, one of my favorite characters, could control the weather. Xavier could control people's minds. Wolverine's body came packaged with blades and had the ability to heal instantly when wounded. And Cyclops could burn anything that he would gaze upon with his eyes. But there was a character named Mystique who had the power of identity. She could change her appearance to blend in with her environment. One minute she could be Mystique and the next minute she could turn herself into the President of the United States. Her identity was always changing, so people were confused about who she really was. Was she good or was she evil? Was she a friend or was she a foe? It turned out that Mystique was a foe, a villain who caused conflict and trouble for the good guys in the movie. When it comes to our identity, some of us are too much like mystique. We shift and change to blend in with whatever environment we're in. Disguising who we are to be liked by fake friends. More concerned with fitting in with the culture than we are with being who Christ has called, created, and commissioned us to be. But when you know who you are in Christ, you don't feel the need to change your true identity just to blend in. As a matter of fact, when you're truly in Christ, you will never blend in because you've been anointed to stand out. You stand out because you are new. Look at your neighbor as I stand out because I look new. Scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I came to tell someone on today never to be afraid of who Jesus has called you to be because he made you new. He made you unique. He made you special. And you are one of a kind. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor. Ain't nobody else in this entire world like me. Sometimes I'm trifling. Tell your neighbor, tell them. Sometimes I'm trifling, but I'm always triumphant. And by the mere fact some of y'all trifling folk didn't say it, you proved my point. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to be bothered, but I'm always a blessing. Sometimes I get on my own nerves, but I am always a child of God. Is there anybody in this place who can say, I understand who I am, and because of whose I am, I'm blessed in the city, in 
when I go out, when I come in, and everything that I touch during this season, God has anointed to prosper. Oh, look at today, but say, neighbor, do you know who you are? Romans 8, 16 and 17 says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. In essence, Paul is saying the Holy Spirit is a witness to the fact that the Spirit of God abides within us and that we are the children of God. Pat yourself on the chest and say, I'm a child of God. Verse 17 says, and if then being heirs or individuals who have an inheritance, heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ our big brother is so be that we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together Paul also said that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us look at your name and say I may be going through something now but the pain that I'm going through now Hells in comparison to the blessings I will receive in my future. Is there anybody in this place who can wave your hands and say, yes, I understand that the pain of my process is not to punish me. It's only preparing me for promotion. Do I have anybody on this side in the center section or to my left who can wave your hands and say, yes, it may be a painful season, but it's not punishment. It is only preparation. So what I'm going to do, I ain't going to wait till the battle is over. I'm going to give God praise now. Because if I praise him in the midst of the pain, I'm guaranteed the trouble won't last always. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. Like, I want you to do something real strange right now. Give God praise for the painful process. Because you know it's not punishment. It's only preparation for your promotion. Promotion doesn't come from the north, the south, the east or the west but it comes from God he sets one down and he exalts another you are the one that's about to be exalted prophesy over your own life and say I am the one that's about to be exalted sit down Romans 8 14 says for all who are led by the spirit of God the sons of God you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but the spirit of adoption whereby we cry lady T Abba father for those of you who are on the call this morning you understand that Abba means source it is sustainer Abba actually is the name that God prepared um, um, he desires to be called it is the name he prefers to be called yes he is Jehovah Jireh yes he is Jehovah Nisi but he loves it when you call him daddy I love it when you call me big papa is there anybody in this place who can wave your hands and say yes he is my sustainer he is my healer he is my deliverer and he loves it when I call him big papa Abba, I don't depend and trust on nobody else but you I will not put my trust in mankind because man will let you down but God 
never fails. Is there anybody in this place who can wave your hands and say, Bishop, I can ride with you right long through there? Because when I was sick, he healed me. When I was depressed, he gave me joy. When I was lost, he found me. When people dropped me, he picked me up and turned me around and placed my feet on a solid ground look at your neighbor say yes he's all about to me he's my daddy he's my puppy he's the one that I trust in he's the one that I depend on he's the one that I call on when nobody else is around someone say he's my father he's Abba he's source lady T um, you said something this morning and I said oh my god I wonder who her pastor is <laughs> she said that the two most important things that a father brings to his child is his presence and his voice I said you got yourself a good preacher your presence and your voice if this is true in the natural realm it's even more magnified in the spiritual realm the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty and in his presence we find fullness of joy well, we know that you can't have joy unless you have strength because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when we have the presence of Abba, we have joy and power. Not only is Abba's presence powerful, but so is his voice. Both my children play AAU basketball. And I'm always the loudest one in the stand. 18! Shoot the ball, boy! Tiana! Do that thing, baby! Now notice, not only do they want to hear my voice, but they look for my voice. They listen for my voice because my voice gives guidance. Lock in, A.T. Focus. Move your feet. John, don't forget you have a, a, a dangerous first step. She's too slow to guard you. The father's voice has the power to remind the children as to what they've been enabled to do. So the reason that so many of us don't know who we are is because we're not connected to the Father's voice and we are not in his presence. God says, when you are in my presence and you hear my voice, I will order your steps with my word. Scripture says, that he will lead you and guide you into all truth. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not 
unto thine own understanding in all thine ways acknowledge him talk to him and he will talk to you and lead and direct your path the reason that you're lost is because you're not hearing and following his direction we have people in our world and in particular the body of Christ who are suffering from an identity crisis. An identity crisis is a psychosocial conflict that involves uncertainty about one's calling and personal worth, making some feel valueless while encouraging others to emulate the example of less than worthy role models. Individuals in the world and in the church are experiencing an identity crisis like never before. This is because there is no true recognition, reverence, and relationship with Father God and Jesus Christ, his son. Hear me and hear me well. When the creation, mankind, is disconnected from the creator, Father God, Ignorance of one's purpose and the forfeiting of one's potential will forever be one's fate. We are the children of God. Look at your neighbor and say, we are the children of God. Scripture says in Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. The Bible says in Psalm 103, know ye not that the Lord, he is God, it is he who hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise being thankful unto him and blessing his name for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generation look at your neighbor and say we belong to god we belong to god oh that neighbor is still sleepy all this yelling and screaming you still sleep look at your other neighbor and say neighbor i don't know about you i belong to god you you may be baby's kid but i belong to god lord have mercy i thank god for bishop a.t jones senior and for bishop sharon jones i am their biological son but ultimately in the realms and confines of the spirit i belong to god is there anybody in this place who knows that god can give you certain things that earthly vessels cannot earthly vessels may be able to encourage you but heavenly vessels can save your soul I thank God for Jesus Christ my big brother I thank God for his presence in my life is there anybody in this place who can grab your neighbor by the hand and say neighbor I'm about to squeeze your hand and when I squeeze your hand you're going to feel the very presence of God because it is in him that I live and move and have my being it is in him that I have my breath it is in him that I have my vision it is in him that I have my insight it is in him that 
that I am courageous. It is in him that I am convicted. It is in him that I am anointed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Is there anybody in this place who can wave your hands and say, I know who I am. I am a child of God. I am a king's kid. I am the one that scripture says, I will anoint you on the crown of your heads and your cup will run over. Look at your neighbor and say, I am the anointed one that God is going to use during this season. I'm not afraid to be great. I'm not going to dummy down who I am to make you comfortable with where you are. Is there anybody here who can wave your hands and say, I am deputized to dominate every place that the soul of my feet shall tread. God's going to give it to me. I'm going to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I'm going to speak things that be not as though they were and it shall come to pass. I'm going to buy the land. I'm going to move into the new house. I'm going to pay cash money for the car. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have a baby. Uh oh Bishop you ain't talking about me but if I am talking about you you better receive that thing in the realm of the spirit. I'll prophesy. You shall live and not die. Grab your neighbor by the hand and say I know who I am. I am a child of God. Give him praise in the house. I said give him praise in the house. I said give him praise in the house. Look at your neighbor and say neighbor I know we're too early in the sermon to be carrying on like this but I just have to stop for a 15 second praise identification break to let the devil know that I am a child of God and everything he's trying to put on me is just making me stronger it's making me wiser it's making me better better Lord make me better so you can use me make me better so I can prophesy make me better so I can preach your word make me better make me better somebody say better Lord somebody say better Lord say I'm deputized to dominate give God praise in the house I had to get that out sit down get that together had to get that out <laughs> I think we have forgotten the power of a praising church praise is a weapon get it together you remember when you were in the world and somebody would pop off on you some of y'all used to pop right back with a switchblade or a pistol if I would check 
some of y'all persons this morning, I found two things. A scratch-off lotto ticket and a blade. Tell me I'm still getting delivered. I'm still being I'm still being delivered, Bishop. But when you come over on the Lord's side, you hold your peace and you trust that the Lord will fight your battles. And you begin to pull out your other weapon known as a praise. Is there anybody in I know this may not be in my notes, but I feel now it's time for somebody to let the devil know that you still packing. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor, don't get it twisted. I'm still packing, and at the drop of a knife out. I pull out my praise and let my praise fight for you. I'm gonna give somebody 15 seconds to pick a fight with the devil. Pull out your blade of praise and begin to give God glory. Yeah. That's all you got. If that's all you got, the devil gonna kick you to sleep. You better praise him. Sit down. Sit down, you praise of you. Peter says, but you are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood, Doc Hall. A holy nation. A peculiar people that you may show forth praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light here peter describes empowered born again christians in four different ways someone say a chosen generation come on say it like you mean say a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people oh, peter says we are a chosen generation the obedient believing ones selected by God to be the precious living stones used to build his church so you are a precious living stone that God is building or that God is using to build his church what's that little game that people play where you have the wooden pegs and you Jenga. Anybody ever played Jenga? No? You ought to live a little. In Jenga, you start out with this perfectly erected wooden tower structure, if you would. And the object of the game is to pull out various pegs from the stack in an effort for the stack not to fall the object of the game is to make sure that you definitely don't mess with the cornerstone or the corner peg that's making everything stand together well I'm glad to know that concerning the church Jesus Christ 
is the cornerstone. Therefore, even when you get out of position, his church will never fall. Upon this rock I will build my church, Jesus says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But some of us allow things and offense and people to poke us out of position too easily. Oh God, you ain't talking back to me. Um, um, God says he needs for you to maintain your position in spite of the poking. The enemy is poking you, Lori. The enemy is poking you, Stefan. The enemy is poking you, my brother Ross. But God says if you can hold your position and outdoor the poking, it won't be long before you see the promise come to pass. Too many people are being poked out of position because of faulty leadership in the pulpit. When your focus should not be on the pulpit or the man in the pulpit, but rather the God in heaven. Y'all ain't going to talk back to me. Is there anybody in this place who can clap your hands and say, I will not allow the enemy to poke me out of position because I understand that I am a living stone that God is using to build his church. Someone say a chosen generation. Tell your neighbor, get and stay in position. I should have said get and stay in your position. As a matter of fact, let me read right there. Look at your other neighbor. Say, neighbor, get and stay in your position. Your position is where God wants you to be, not where you want to be. With your self. You can't sing. You mean. We don't need you on the hospitality team because you mean. Your feet hurt all the time. And it's impossible to smile and have a bunion flare up at the same time. God didn't call you to preach. He called you to greet people at the door. But you think that it's a glamorous thing to be up on these lights. These lights are hot. When you get on the lights, people can see all your imperfections. Ain't nothing wrong with the lighting. Something wrong with your lifestyle. And many times we want people to adjust the lighting because we know that if we really get illuminated, they wouldn't like what they see. I thought I'd just throw that at you. Be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you covet because you don't know what it takes to keep it. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I got to preach to you for just five seconds. Say, neighbor, be careful. No, you got to say it like I say it. Say, neighbor, be careful of what you covet because you don't know the cost to keep it. Say, grow where you're planted. Be who God has called you to be. 
stop desiring what another man has and be appreciative for what God has given you because you don't know what it talks what it costs to walk a mile in another man's shoes is there anybody in this place who can say I'm gonna be who God wants to be I don't want your anointing I don't want your calling I am who God has called me to be say a chosen generation uh oh say a royal priesthood Oh, you got no, 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 you gotta say that like, like, say that, say, say a royal priesthood. Pat yourself on the chest and say, I am royalty. We are a part of his kingdom of priests, anointed vessels who will sit with Christ in his throne and reign with him. Scripture records the words of Jesus in Revelation 3 and 21. Jesus says, to him who overcomes, you and I, I will grant to him to sit down with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Tell your neighbor, I am royalty. Not only am I royalty, but God says I am a holy nation. And now look at this, you are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. Someone say again, a holy nation. Not a nation of heathens, hypocrites, and hirelings. But a holy nation. Dedicated and consecrated unto God. Integral, astute, and wise. Someone say, a holy nation. Sanctified and set apart to satisfy the assignment of our Savior. Someone say, a holy nation. Someone say, I am holy because God is holy. Now, being holy does not have anything to do with a denomination. It has nothing to do with a hairstyle or if you choose to wear makeup or not or if you wear short or long dresses. But if you are holy, I don't think that you ought to show too much. I got to say that because I don't want to set nothing off. Missionary, evangelist, your dress should not show your goodness and your mercy that's following you. The latter days of your life has nothing to do with style or charisma. It has to do with the intention of your heart. It has to do with the desire of your will that is to please God. Is there anybody in this sacred space that we call sanctuary who can say, yes, Bishop, I'm holy, not because of what I do, but because of what Christ did. I'm holy because I've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm holy because when I mess up, I get up as it relates to repenting and making it right with God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I may not be perfect, but I am holy. I'm a part of God's holy nation. I am sanctified and I am peculiar. Did you catch that? We're four things. Someone say a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, now say a peculiar people now that word peculiar does not mean that you're weird or uncanny you know how you have people you ask them to say the grace 
at the company cookout and they quote 25 scriptures and speak in tongue for two minutes? Anybody ever met anybody that? You making me and God look stupid. To be peculiar doesn't mean to be fanatical as it relates to embarrassing his name. But that word peculiar means special. <laughs> Rare. Like a priceless uncommon jewel. Y'all ain't talking back to me. God's own possession. Purchased by his son's blood. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm special. Say, I'm rare. Say, I'm like a priceless, uncommon jewel. Some of y'all, your confidence is too low because you saying that like you scared to say it. Say, I am God's own possession purchased by his son's blood. See, see, what makes you priceless is the cost God had to pay to redeem you back to himself. And that cost was the cost of the, his son's blood. You ain't special because you cute. You ain't special because you think you fine. You ain't special because you 6'3 and you ain't 220. I don't care nothing about that. I'm special because I am a child of God and he bought me with something that was priceless that being the blood of his son and when you understand who you are you won't let people treat you any kind of old way is there anybody in this place who can say you ain't gonna treat me any kind of way you're gonna handle me like you got some sense because I am peculiar look at service say neighbor I am rare. I am special. I am anointed. I ain't just a survivor. I'm a thriver. What most people died in, I lived through it. And I came out with a testimony. I came out with a testimony that he will keep you if you have a mind to be kept. Grab your neighbor. Grab him by the hand and say, neighbor. I am a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. I am peculiar, therefore I give God praise. Give him praise in the house. Do you know who you are? 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 If you know you're a child of God, if you know you're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, you ought to show forth his praise. In the Greek translation, that word show forth means tell out, not sell out, but tell out, proclaim, profess, testify. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, on this morning, I got to tell out, I got to publish, I got to proclaim, 
I got to testify. Let me clear my throat. Hear me well. I am a child of God. Y'all got to excuse me, but I feel a preach swelling up in my spirit. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got to excuse Bishop as he closed this text because he's standing to remind you as to who you are. I don't care about the lie that the enemy told. I don't care about who dropped you and left you for dead. I don't care who's trying to destroy your life. You got to understand that you are royalty. You got to understand that you are priceless. You are valuable. You are someone who is mighty in the kingdom. And when you understand who you are, St. Luke chapter 10 verses 17 through 19 stands up in your spirit where the scripture says the 70 return testifying giving God praise saying Jesus even demons are subject to us through the authority Run your name. Somebody say Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. I don't need your help no more. I don't pop the clutch. Is there anybody here who can say that name? That's above every name. At the name Jesus, every niche is gonna bow, and every tongue is gonna confess that Jesus Christ is lord he's lord in heaven he's lord in earth he's lord beneath the earth he reigns he reigns he reigns with all power in his hand he's El Shaddai the all-powerful God and Jesus says this doesn't surprise me I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven he says behold I give unto you power what's that word mean exousia you thought I lost what I was talking about open up your mouth and say exousia it's the legal right to dominate the dunamis of the devil Jesus says behold I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy so wait a minute you're trying to tell me that I am a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people and I have exousia which is the legal right to be chosen the legal right to be royal the legal right to be holy the legal right to be handpicked by the power of god oh, you got to excuse me i 
feel exuvia swelling up in my spirit. Grab your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, you got to excuse me because on today, I understand who I am. I'm chosen. I'm royal. I'm holy. I'm peculiar. And I'm powerful. And you think I'm going to take mess off of you and the devil. The devil is a liar. Scripture says submit to God and resist the devil and he will flee. That word flee in the Greek means to scamper like a scared dog runs away with his tail tucked between his legs. Look at your neighbor and say neighbor with all the power you possess when you use your power the devil is not just gonna run he's not just gonna walk away but he's gonna scamper he's gonna flee because you are chosen you are royal you are holy you are peculiar you have you have you have exousia the legal right to dominate look at your neighbor and say neighbor excuse me i've got to go ask your neighbor where you going tell him i'm going to dominate this ain't for everybody but if there's some people here who knows that it's time for you to go dominate, move from where you are and go get it in the spirit. Move. Move from where you are because I know who I am. I know whose I am. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I've been called to show forth this phrase, to tell out, to publish, to make known his greatness in the earth. He says, I've called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. God says, I've called you out of the ignorance the darkness of sin over into the illumination the enlightenment of my grace the enlightenment of my mercy the enlightenment of my favor is there God I feel like preaching is there anybody here who can wave your hands and say Jesus me out of darkness to the mom's life. If my grandmama was here, she would say, Look where he brought me from, brought me out of darkness 
into Marvin's life. Look where he brought me from. Things I used to do, I don't do no more. Things I used to go, I don't go no more. Things I used to say, I don't say no more. When I looked at my hands, they look new. When I looked at my feet, they do too. I used to cuss folk out, now I bless folk out. Say, neighbor, I am a child of God. Give God praise. I got to remind you as I close the prophecy I gave you two weeks ago. I want you to remember that we've been released into the grace of godly governance whereby we set the stage and the standard for what we'll see and experience both in our present and future state Brittany I came to tell you get ready because some people will not be able to handle the new you Tina Get ready, because the new you has been deputized to dominate. Lady Tanya, get ready, because the new you has been anointed to extend and excel. Now unto him who's able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that you can ever ask or think. Is there anybody who came to help me preach? I want you to understand that on today, God has called you not just to take it, but you've been called to take over. Is there anybody here who can say I'm no longer relegated to take it? I've been realigned to take over. I'ma take over sickness. I'ma take over poverty. I'ma take over defeat. Is there anybody here who can wave your hands and say, I know who I am. I am a child of God. No more shackles. No more chains. I'm free and he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Open up your mouth and say, I'm free. Say, I'm free. Say, I'm free. Say, I'm deputized to dominate. This ain't for everybody, but if you feel the spirit of domination, run from your seat up to the front and say it's time don't you walk up here I said run grab your neighbor by the hand and say neighbor it's our season to move
babe, it's our season to speak those things that be not as though they were. Open up your mouth and speak your blessing in the atmosphere. Lead that nation up here to the stage, baby. Come stand behind me. Come on, young people. Stand behind me. A few weeks ago, we talked about the importance of teaching our young people how to praise but it's more important that we teach them the importance of the power of the Holy Ghost it'll keep you the Holy Ghost it'll keep you the Holy Boy you got a firm handshake I love that look me in my eyes the Holy Ghost will keep you when the devil wants to pervert your life God says he's anointed you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet the Holy Ghost desires to bless your life the Holy Ghost come here quick boy Open up your mouth and say, I know who I am. Say, I know who I am. I am an anointed, spirit-filled child of God. Say it! Look at y'all, y'all so sorry. Y'all won't give God praise for these. I praise God by myself for our teenagers. They can be out in the street, stealing your car, but they in church giving God glory and you standing there looking. Our teenagers, Ain't gonna jack me up, they gonna jack the devil up. Cause we gonna live a life before them, ain't that right? Grab your neighbor. Grab him by the hand. Squeeze that hand. Rock your neighbor. From side to side. Tell him, get with it. Because this is the last day that you're going to be defeated. Tell them, get with it. Because this is the last day that you're going to cry about that situation. Say, welcome to the day of empowerment. Welcome to the day that you've been deputized to dominate. I know who I am. No. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.